Good day to you, and a special welcome to the FIFA World Cup show for today, Sunday, the fifth of June, twenty twenty-two. Wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Oceania, welcome. To the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports and undoubtedly the greatest sports competition on earth, which is the FIFA World Cup. On this show, we're building up to the FIFA World Cup that will be taking place in Qatar later in the year, in November to be specific. And as always, as you're doing the listening, don't forget to keep sharing the podcast link to your friends, family, and loved ones to download, call in, and subscribe to the FIFA World Cup show and also on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. On today's episode, we'll be looking at everything you need to know about the UEFA Nations League. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. The UEFA Nations League is a biannual international football competition contested by the senior men's national teams of the member associations of UEFA, the sports European governing body. The first tournament began in September 2018, following the 2018 FIFA World Cup. The four group winners from Group A qualified for the finals played in Portugal in June 2019. Four nations, one from each league, also qualified for the Euro 2020 finals. The competition largely replaces the international friendly matches previously played on the FIFA international match calendar with more competitive matches. So when was this tournament, which is the UEFA Nations League, adopted? In October 2013, the Norwegian Football Association president Hallen confirmed that talks had been held to create a third full national team international tournament for UEFA members. In addition to the FIFA World Cup and UEFA European Championship, the concepts of the UEFA Nations League would see all 55 of UEFA's member associations' national teams divided into a series of groups based upon a ranking formulated using their recent results where they would be promoted and regulated and relegated 
to other groups according to their results within the group. The proposed tournament will take place on dates on the FIFA international match calendar that were previously allocated for international friendlies and would not affect the FIFA World Cup or UEFA European Championship. In March 2014, the UEFA General Secretary, now FIFA President, at the, t- at the time he was the UEFA General Secretary, Gianni Infantino, stated that one of the benefits of the proposal would be to help less glamorous national associations arrange games. The Royal Belgian Football Association General Secretary, Steve Martens, said that lower-ranked nations would still benefit financially from the competition as the television contract with UEFA would be centralized. The UEFA Nations League was unanimously adopted by the 54 UEFA member associations at the ordinary UEFA Congress in Astana, Kazakhstan on the 27th of March, 2014. So what is the format of the tournament like? The original format, according to the approved format, the 54 UEFA Nations League, the national teams will be or were divided into four divisions called leagues. 12 teams in League A, 12 teams in League B, 14 teams in League C, and 16 teams in League D. In each league, four groups were formed with three or four teams, and teams played each other both home and away. But however, the original format was adjusted starting from 2020 to 2021 of this year. After the completion of the first season, UEFA decided to adjust the format of the Nations League starting from the 2020-2021 season. The new league structure comprised 16 teams in Leagues A, B and C and 7 teams in League D. The transition to the new format occurred by making various one-time changes after the 2018-2019 season, namely the suspension of relegations in both League A and League B, the promotion of the two best teams per group in both League C and League D, instead of only one team per group, and the promotion of the best third-place team from League D. This change to the format followed a collective consultation process whereby all UEFA national associations retreated their intent to further reduce the number of friendly games. The number of competitive games was increased from 142 to 168, thus increasing the commercial value and viewer attractiveness of the competition. Almost all teams in the same group played their last match simultaneously with the aim of promoting fairness. More matches were played within League A and League B, with the two leagues now incorporating competition between the 32 highest-ranked UEFA national associations instead of the previous systems where Leagues A and B together only incorporated 24 of the highest-ranked UEFA national associations.
In fact, the UEFA Nations League is also looking at the possible addition of the Cornerbell teams from 2024 to 2025. In an interview, the UEFA Vice President, Bonick, said that all 10 teams from Cornerbell, which is South America's Football Federation, will join the UEFA Nations League from 2024 to 2025 edition of the competition. The plans which would act as a response to FIFA's biannual World Cup plans would involve a joint UEFA Cornerbell office in London to strengthen relations between the two confederations and would see the six highest ranked South American teams, presumably Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Chile, Peru, and Uruguay joining League A, while the remaining four, presumably Bolivia, Ecuador, Paraguay, and Venezuela joining League B. And to add credence to this possible addition of Cornerbell, remember in our last episode, we discussed the final Lesema, which is the final between South American champion and the European champion. And it was revived with Argentina winning this year's edition of the Finalissima in England, which was staged at Wembley Stadium. So in terms of the finals, the promotion and relegation, in the top league, which is the League A, the winners of the four groups go on to play in the UEFA Nations League finals with two semifinals, one third and fourth place decider, and one final to decide which team becomes the UEFA Nations League champion. Teams can also be promoted and regulated, relegated to a higher or lower league. Starting in the 2020-2021 season, each group winner in leagues B, C, and D is automatically promoted to the next higher league for the next tournament. Each team placing last in its group in the leagues A and B is automatically rele- relegated to the next lower league as League C has four groups while League D has only two. The two League C teams that are to be relegated are determined by playouts beginning in March of even-numbered years. Based on the Nations League overall ranking of the fourth-place teams, the first-ranked team faced the fourth-ranked team and the second-ranked team face the third-ranked team. Two ties are played over two legs, with the higher-ranked team host the second leg. The two teams that score more goals on aggregate over the two legs remain in Group C, while the losing teams are relegated to League D. If the aggregate score is level, extra time will be played. The away goal rule is not applied in the UEFA Nations League. If still tied after extra time, a penalty shootout will be used to decide the winner. The away goal rules was originally to be used, but was abolished by the UEFA Executive Committee on the 16th of December, 2021. What is the linkage between the UEFA Nations League and the UEFA European Championship? The UEFA Nations League is linked with the UEFA European Championship qualifying, providing teams another chance to qualify for the UEFA European competition. 
there were playoffs for each of the leagues A, B, C, and D in October and November of 2020. Each group winner earned a spot in the semifinals. If the group winner was already one of the 20 qualified teams, rankings were used to give the playoff spot to another team of that league. If fewer than four teams in the entire league remained unqualified, playoff spots for the league were given to teams of the next lower league. This determined the four remaining qualifying spots for the European Championship. What is the linkage between the UEFA Nations League and the FIFA World Cup? The Nations League is linked with the European qualification for the FIFA World Cup, although to a lesser degree than the UEFA European Championship qualifying playoffs. The first round of the World Cup qualification consists of 10 groups. The winner of each group, which will directly qualify for the World Cup. Then the second, which follows a playoff format, will be contested by the 10 group runners-up plus the best two Nations League group winners based on the Nations League overall ranking that finished outside the top two of their qualifying group. The playoffs will be split into three playoff parts, played in two semifinals hosted by the six best-ranked runners-up of the qualifying group stage and the final, with the home teams to be drawn, from which an additional three teams will also qualify. What is it in terms of the support and criticisms for this? UEFA devised the tournament as a means to eliminate international friendlies, an aim that has been shared by many football clubs and supporters, with the regular football season being interrupted with non-competitive international matches as part of the FIFA international match calendar. In February 2012, it was agreed between UEFA and the European Club Association, ECA, that the international friendly schedule would be reduced from 12 to 9 matches a year with the August round of international friendlies in the UEFA Confederation abolished from 2015. The aspiration to eliminate friendlies in favour of a more competitive tournament has been welcomed and criticised by many football commentators. The format has been criticised as allowing weaker teams to qualify through the Nations League to compete in the European Championship Finals instead of qualifying through the standard qualification process. However, once the tournament began in 2018, it got applauded for a very high-level games and an impressive turnout in initial round of fixtures. What is the UEFA Nations League trophy like? The trophy was unveiled during the, f- the phase draw in Lausanne, Switzerland. The trophy represents all 55 UEFA national associations and is made of sterling silver. The trophy weighs 7.5 kilograms and is 71 centimeters tall. What is the anthem of the UEFA Nations League? The official anthem of the UEFA Nations League was recorded with the Netherlands radio orchestra and choir team singing in Latin. It is a mix of classical 
and electronic music and is played when the players are entering the field of play in television sequences and for commercial purposes. The composers are Giorgio and Frank, the seasons of the UEFA Nations League. Each season of the UEFA Nations League is typically played from September to November of an even-numbered year, which is the league phase, and June of the following odd-numbered year, the Nations League finals of League A, meaning a UEFA Nations League champion is crowned every two years. An exception will be made in the 2022-2023 season when the league phase will be played in June and in September 2022 due to the FIFA World Cup played in Qatar at the end of the year. What are the results of the Nations League finals? So the 2018-2019 finals was played between Portugal and the Netherlands, with Portugal beating the Netherlands by a lone goal. The third place game was played between England and Switzerland. It ended goalless in regulation time and in extra time, with England beating Switzerland 6-5 on penalties to, to, to place third in the 2018-2019 Nations League. The 2020-2021 Nations League final was hosted in Italy and was played, the final was played between France and Spain, with France beating Spain by two goals to one. The third place playoff was between Italy and Belgium, with Italy beating Belgium by two goals to one. In terms of the influence of the competition, shortly after the foundation of the UEFA Nations League, CONCACAF, inspired by its success, announced that a similar competition format, which is the CONCACAF Nations League, would be established. The first edition was played in 2018, also inspired by the recent success of the Nations League. The Asian Football Confederation has begun to formalize a similar competition plan to begin in 2021 before being stalled due to the effect of the 2019 COVID-19 pandemic. We'll take excerpts of the moment Portugal beat Netherlands by a lone goal to win the inaugural UEFA Nations League trophy in 2019. Remember, this year's edition is currently being played and in our subsequent editions, I will be giving you a detailed breakdown of each of the groups. Listen, time will tell, but they're two incredible players and that, you know, Ronaldo just seems to get better and better. I mean, what he did in midweek when he pretty much turned it around for his team, when they were up against it when they equalised the Swiss against each other. I think there's some crazy stat that Van Dijk's not been beaten. And Ronaldo, he's obviously come up against Messi also in the Champions League, but maybe Ronaldo's seven or eight years. Who's the best? Everyone has their own opinions because they're so different and that's why they're so good for the game. But it, I catch have as well. They're desperate to win, of course, on their homes.
facing the greater threat, Ronaldo. Van Basten goal, which I'm sure you remember or have seen. Ronald Koeman wasn't having any of it. Does anyone use it as an excuse? This is Ronaldo. Bruno Fernandes and in the way is Daly Blake. Familiar sights. So only uh, the beginning of the summer of football. On for the second half, replacing Ryan Babel, also in that group. Here it goes. 
he's at at every level. Cristiano Ronaldo. Got them where they want them, as the old saying goes. It's a, a Dutch. I think ultimately will admit that his team didn't quite do enough. Bernardo Silva teed up Gonzalo Guedes. The 22-year-old striking citizen couldn't keep it out. As the outstanding player mentioned to the Frankie de Jong, who's taken the young player award. Do I get it here? No, why don't you go over there? <laughs> oh, no, he is going to get it here. Here we go, Alexander Cheperin. that we've seen in the Nations League. In fact, they're the oldest of the four that have contested the semi-finals here. But one or two of these will be going on and on, as Jamie Carragher was saying before, but they are also got around them some really talented young players, not just the goal scorer of Gwenesh tonight. Bruno Fernandes, who a lot of the top teams in Europe are looking out now. And Bernardo Silva, who has been brilliant for Manchester City this season and has been named the player of the tournament in this uh, inaugural Nations League as well right results as well when they decided to have him stay here in Portugal. It would be great to take off against Portugal. Of course it would have been a tough game. When you see these scenes now, there's not... And they've beaten a decent Swiss side, but they've beaten a good Dutch side. And I, I do think the extra day did give them a huge advantage, if I'm honest. Well, especially given the extra time they never been tested players as well against. Yeah, well, listen, we're talking about... Yes, he obviously didn't have his best game the first... So, that was the moment... Portugal beat the Netherlands to win the inaugural UEFA Nations League tournament in 2019. And this was Cristiano Ronaldo's second major international trophy with the Portuguese national team. Remember, in 2016, he led Portugal to beat France in France to win the Euros in 2016, which was his first international trophy with the portuguese national team this year lionel messi has also led argentina to win his second international trophy in the inaugural and revived finalissima where argentina beat italy by three goals to nil all the details about the finalissima is in our last episode and you can listen to that to know all what the finalissima is about. Connoisseurs of the game are of the opinion this year's edition of the, of the World Cup, which will be held in Qatar, is the year or is probably the last dance for two of the greatest footballers of all time. They are the goats of this generation. Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi has led Argentina to win the Copa America for the first time 
in 28 years. It did that last summer in July. This year, he's done it with Argentina again to win the finalissima. So he's got two international trophies with Argentina. Cristiano Ronaldo has also got two trophies with Portugal. Can these two go on to have a memorable World Cup? Well, time, they say, is the best judge. On this note, as always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the FIFA World Cup show. I hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Until our next episode, keep well, stay blessed, and have a beautiful working week.